Okay, guys, welcome back to the iPlays podcast to the new episode of this week. I'm your host, Henry Portillo, and my co-host, Sebastian Morales. And today we're excited to have my teammate, a friend, a mentor, the newly signed of the Dana White Contender Series, Victor Altamirano. God, that t-shirt's fire. What's up, fire. guys? How y'all doing? Good, good. Look, you got that shirt that on? that t-shirt, bro. You gave me three shirts. Really? Yeah, one's red, and the other one's also red, but long sleeve. Dude, and they gave me a hat. Seeing yeah. Dana's white, Dana White's name, bro, yeah. that's crazy. Like, who Dana's you? white, man. Also, random side note, just to make sure we're doing the guidelines right. We do not condone an underage drinking. Please drink responsibly. Only for twenty one or over. Um, I just like to play safe. Most likely, but, everyone's getting fucked eh, up fuck, right now. Whatever. Yeah, it's Friday night. But, yeah, man, we're bringing back the Trulies because yeah. of you, bro. We did bring we back the Trulies. Yeah, just yeah. for you. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you did. I really enjoyed the Trulies. I think it's a good seltzer. You know, sometimes oh, I enjoy oh, it, bro. Yeah. you want to keep the me. you want to keep the weight on. You want to keep the good weight, but you also want to party. Yeah, and and it know, has more alcohol than regular 5%. beer. You know, I think White Claw came out with like eight percent now. Whoa, really? yeah, for like seltzers. Yeah, I think it's called Surge or some shit. Yeah, I'm drinking a monster because I don't seltzers drink. seem to see to be the new thing. Yeah, in the drinking seltzers, yeah. the move, man. Or yeah. that's where the money is, I guess. Because what I think White Claw started the whole was movement of like seltzers, and then everybody else followed and shit. Yeah, like yeah. Bud Light, and now I didn't, I didn't know what White Claw was until they made the jokers like only for white people type shit. Oh really? Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that. Yeah, I didn't know. It was, I saw jokes uh, in YouTube videos. White about Claw. It. White yeah, Claw. White Claws. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, guys, like I said, we got Victor back. Um, if you guys don't know, last time we had Victor, he literally just won the LFA belt, uh, flyweight, the first time, right? Ever? Yeah, the first time. First time ever. He brought it. It looked badass. Um, shit was heavy as fuck. Shit was, was fucking heavy. heavy. Dude, yeah. do you have to return that? No. It's I yours. Can't. It's it's mine. Bruh. I'll, I'll give forever. it. I'll pass it back to generations. Damn. To give it to your boy. <laughs> yeah. To your son. That's I'll crazy. have him earn it. He'll have to defeat defeat me. First. Oh shit! Some boss level shit. Choke him out. You gotta choke him out. This is go- this is character development as he's like fucking dying and yeah. shit. But we have him back to talk about this man. Literally just got a contract for another, the UFC. Yeah. Another whole fucking milestone, man. Yeah. The movement keeps one. happening for Mo- you. It's. It's it's crazy, man. Like, I I bet it's more crazy for people that known you for like all your life. I've only known you for three years, and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's cool for me. Like I told Sebastian the other day, you can even ask him. Like, I told him I was like, dude, this is like, I just see him a regular dude. I I train with him. He's a funny. He's cool. I roll with him like nothing. But now you're for the UFC. It's kind of crazy when I I tried to process it. You know? Yeah, I mean it's it's a big milestone. It is something that is something that um. You know, you don't just plan ahead like you do a budget. Be like, oh, I want to just plan this ahead and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of obstacles in the way that get in get in the way of achieving this. Mm-hmm. And I think that the bigger the goal, the more obstacles you have to overcome to do that. But, you know, also the bigger the goal and the bigger the desire to get that goal, the less those obstacles matter. Yeah, You know, it's just... It's just important, you know, whatever is important to you, you're just going to chase it until you get it, regardless of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it is very easy when your team is great. It's very easy when your team is enjoyable. It's very easy when the atmosphere of where you go do this to prepare yourself is really awesome, you know. Everybody's always so happy, and Mm -hmm. everybody's really good. So it's easy. It's easy to... It's easy to go through the hardship of what it takes 
to achieve this because of the people that I have to do it around with. Yeah, like your foundation of support, like just yeah. having those people around you. Since you brought that up, for this whole, it's called the Dana White's Fighter Fight Contenders, or was it Dana Contender White's series? Contender Series? Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, of the hardships, what do you think the hardship for you was? Like, can you pinpoint that out? Like, oh, was it the traveling or Money. being prepared for it? Financial. Money, financial, yeah. So. You know, to to be to compete at the level that I'm at, mm -hmm. these people are great. My opponents are great. You know, at the beginning, amateur, you know, people have dreams and they work really hard. And as you progress, people start falling out because they grow up. Because as an amateur, you don't get paid. You just do it out of passion. And guess what? You got to pay bills. And guess what gets in the way of training? Work, the money you need to pay bills. So people start falling out. And you just have to say, okay, well, I can either be broke and just mm -hmm. kind of swing by, make it pay to paycheck to paycheck until I make it pro. Or I can just quit what I'm doing and focus on my career that makes me money and have a comfortable living. And neither of those choices are better than the other. Mm -hmm. This is just what you want to do. And whatever you choose to do, you do it. And when you make it into professional league, you're not necessarily making enough money to pay your bills. You still got to have a job. There are many, many professional fighters who's, who, sorry, who still have a job and, um, and they just can't, they struggle. They struggle to maintain the level of proficiency that they need to mm -hmm. from everyday training and paying their bills. That's probably the, the single most significant factor that probably keeps the sport from seeing amazing talent. Mm -hmm. I've met amazing people who are great fighters and unfortunately have quit the game because life happens. Mm -hmm. And when I say life, I mean money, scarcity. And for me, that is one of the biggest things that I have to overcome. I have to somehow, you know, make enough money to to go another month so that I don't have to get a job that will get in my way to training because that training is important because the people that I'm fighting are training every day. And if I'm not doing that at the very least, then I'm not at that level. I guess, I guess that's kind of like for me, I guess that's kind of makes a difference between you and these other guys because you as a fighter, as you know, uh, getting, uh, wanting to join UFC, you go through those hardships and yeah, you could easily give up on those financial reasons or any hardships, your losses. You could have easily given up like others, but look at you now, you won that LFA title, you know, and then you are now newly signed UFC and that's what makes you a fucking champ, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. It takes time. It takes time. I think, I mean, no, everybody has the opportunity to do that. Anybody really has the opportunity to do that. It's just that not everybody is willing to go through what it takes, but I wish they would. I wish they would. Whatever it is that people want to achieve, I wish they would go through that hardship because it's worth it. It's worth it. I guess people are just scared. It, it is scary with all reason, yeah. but it's uh, it's worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's what's up, man. That's really what's up. And I want to quickly rewind and let's talk about the whole process of this, of you, then a white content series. So I want to hear how it happened, 
and the process is on, ongoing after that. Like, like what happened? What was the call? How, like, what happened? Or what happened right after you won the title? Basically, title. So we won the title in February twentieth. It was really cool. And, you know, most of the time, it is often normal for people who go to the LFA, sometimes without winning a title, to go to the UFC. And straightforward, you know, sometimes they don't have to compete at the Ultimate Fighter. I don't know if you've seen that, but they came back. And also yeah. the Contender Series. Sometimes they skip those two phases and they get signed immediately to the UFC. Oh, wow. That yeah, that's true. That is true for the LFA. That, yeah. And you don't necessarily have to win a title to do that. You just have to be known and be good. Look at Connor. He came from Cage Warriors. That's right. And when we got the title from the LFA, we thought, okay, well, at the very, very least, we're going to have to go to the Contender Series. And that's at the very least. It will not surprise us if we get a contract right off the bat. But let's get ready for whatever may happen. So we were expecting the call for either a, a fight for the UFC or the Dana White's Contender Series sometime around May or March. Unfortunately, um, the Ultimate Fighter took the um, took priority in that when it came to production. So they released the Ultimate Fighter around those months and therefore moved the um, Dana White's Contender Series towards, back. towards oh, behind it. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. we we I get a call. I didn't get a call until. Um, I believe late June, early July, and say, hey, we have a fight August 31st for the Contender Series. And I was so happy. My manager called me. I was just driving on my way to work. And it was really wonderful. It was really wonderful because I had just put gas in my truck and I I had $10 left. And I was not having the best day that you could say. But those news were really great. And I'm like, dang, okay. So all this hard work, months of waiting, expecting the call to be to happen sometime in May or March, mm-hmm. and just working, training all the time, instead of making money that I very much needed, and then I finally get the call of a date. That's all I needed. That's all that made me happy. It wasn't my bank account all of, all, all of a sudden just having more money. It wasn't an opportunity to... Um, get a job that would make me more money. It wasn't the fact that I was no longer going to have to not work. I still had to go to work the next day, but just a date, just to have a date that I could put on my calendar and say, okay, this is a goal and this is what I'm going to continue to work hard towards. Mm -hmm. And that was a really cool moment. It was quite refreshing. And so then we just kept training that, that date comes and we are here now. Damn. So, like, with your whole manager situation telling you you had, like, oh, we have a day. Or, I'm sorry. So, he told you we have a fight for the Contender Series. Did he also tell you the same day of that day? Or was that date assigned later? Like, scheduled? The date for the Contender? No, yeah. it was August 31st. Yeah, he told oh, me, this like is a- when you fight. Oh, wow. This is the date that you fight. Shout out to David Arbello at First Round Management. Thank you, sir. Got to give him a shout out. Hey, he's that. the one that, that, that management is the one that manages Jorge Masvidal, right? I believe so, yes. I they mean, have they other did you good. athletes. Yeah. So, like, with the whole, so when, so did, I'm just curious. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it. Just, I want to, but, like, did the whole, like, project, like, did they pay for your fly hotel or is that just on you? 
No, they, they paid for my flight and hotel. Damn. So one of the most wonderful things that I've experienced because they flew me to Vegas. In a around, private jet. No, 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 no. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, around late June uh -huh. um, to make promotional videos, to make the production side of things. Mm -hmm. So they flew me there weeks before the fight so that they could do production and, you know, record me and do things. And we were there for about three days. And they flew me there. They paid for that flight. They paid for the hotel. Um, they paid for the shuttle. They gave me a uh, some money for me to spend for food there. And they did it again the day, the weekend of the fight. And just to take in consideration that they did that for me and the other fighters, because I'm not just the only person yeah. they have. They have a lot of people. And they do this on the reg. They do yeah. this every weekend. Yeah, we know Dana White. Dana White got that money. Yeah. He, he can afford it. Yeah. Dude, I remember he put a TikTok. I don't know if you saw it, Victor, but about him staying in Houston, the ambassador suite. Oh, yeah. Bro. Our fucking yeah. hotel was yeah. insane. Private yeah. basketball gym in a hotel. That's cool. Private basketball, private gym. I'm like, damn, Dana got that money. You got that <laughs> you money. You got that yeah. money. Yeah. But like w doing the promotional videos, was that fun? It seems fun doing that shit. It was pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just, um, well, let, let me, let me finish my thought. It, mm -hmm. that experience let me know how important what I do, how important it is to the world, what I do, what the other fighters do. I mean, the, we, uh, me, myself, and other mm -hmm. fighters have devoted a large amount of our lives to this sport with the adversities that we just talked about, about being broke and all that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about that. So I'm not the only person who's gone through that. I am now in a building full of those people who said, I'm not gonna quit regardless. I'm just gonna keep going, fuck everything else, fuck that I'm broke, fuck that I have to work every day, work out every day, and then go to work and so on. I'm gonna continue to do this. I'm in a room full of people who didn't give up on that. And mm. I am now here because we were all summoned to this. And for the UFC to have treated us that way and paid us so much money, or spent so much money on us, maybe realize that the whole world cares a lot more about what we do than I thought. Mm. I mean, you go to jujitsu, you know, do you know that what you're doing is super cool to a lot of people in the world? I didn't know that until I was paid a lot of money to, to do it. Not necessarily get paid, but have spent how, a how lot you, of money on how, me. How they treat you. Like the resources they yeah. use. And, yeah. and not necessarily by other people who practice it, but mm. people who are just simply fans of it. They don't even practice it. They just watch it. And forget about the money. The fact that people care enough to watch this. Mm. It made me realize that what I've been chasing and been passionate about my whole life, a lot more people than I thought think it's also important. Mm. That's what I learned. That's a, fuck, that's a crazy feeling, man. That's a yeah. humble, that's an awesome feeling, I bet. Yeah, from the last episode, like when we talked about stuff like fighting in general, you had a very, a more elaborate thought process behind it. And what I wanted to ask you is like, knowing that you were doing these promotion videos and knowing that you're going to be on national TV or uh, just viewed around the world, right? How did you mentally prepare yourself for like, not necessarily like, were, like, were you nervous? Or if you were, how'd you deal with that nervousness of just going on national TV and stuff? Do I you mean, have like your own ritual? The, um, the nervousness comes to 
for the performance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's very um, I'm very focused on what I have to do, mm -hmm. and um, and my the nerves that I do have are gears towards that thing, towards the fight. So much so that whatever is happening around me is pretty irrelevant. So the cameras, the people asking questions, the reporters, the journalists, I'm happy to be there. I'm happy yeah. to be there. I'm happy to answer the questions. I'm happy to be in front of everybody. I'm happy to hear the people who are also there for mm -hmm. pleasure. Because this was not a business trip. This was a, a, a pleasure trip. Yeah. And you I enjoyed just, it. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. And I just happened to get paid. So it was great, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. and, Enjoy the process. And that's what it's like. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't nervous about, you know, anything else except for the fight, as I should be. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I was just curious about that. Like, I figured you were going to say something along those lines that you're able to focus and tune out everything else. Yeah. And because like I and what stuck with me with the most as well from the last episode is like I, I remember I asked you, like when you get hit hard or tagged hard as hell, yeah. like what goes through your thought process? And like I remember you saying like you found it at a deeper level or a deeper connection where like, oh, you're receiving something from someone training so fucking much. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, bro, that's okay. like a lot deeper than I would. I'm like, damn, that bitch, that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt, man. That hurt. But like, you take it such to a deeper level, and it's like interesting to hear from what yeah. you think and how you deal with it. Because like, dude, national TV and shit, like that is hard to tune out. But knowing that you were able to focus on that fight yeah. of your own time and your own personal time and your performance, and able to like just ignore everything else, that's crazy. I don't. I think if you put it that way, I guess it's crazy, but. If, if somebody said, hey, Sebastian, um, we really like how you eat Cheerios in the morning. So God damn, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going to uh, have a crew come out tomorrow morning and uh, just do you. Would you be nervous about that? Fuck yeah, bro. Why? You just just because Cheerios. I'll be like, damn, am I going to eat this right? Like, am I going to fuck up? Am I going to get milk all over me or some you shit? I don't even your eat. Mouth? Yeah, I don't even eat cereal, but I get the point. Like, yeah. I like. I I think I'd be too nervous because I'm doing yeah. such a simple task, uh, like just eating in front of cameras. I'll be like, oh shit, I better have. Do I get that perfect crunch? I think I'm an overthinker. Yeah. So I'll overthink anything. Like I'll be like, oh my god, what happens if I like crunch too much? Yeah. You bite your like, tongue. Or bite my tongue, or like I fucking milk comes out, or I spill, or like I just overthink a but lot. But that's the reason people want to watch it. Make fun of me? Okay. Fucking you know, cereal. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So whatever happens in the fight, mm -hmm. win or lose, that's why people want to watch it. Why do you think we like seeing people beat each other up? Like I don't know. Because out, really out of all sports, UFC is deliberately like, okay, you're here to fuck the other person up. As much as you can, as crazy as you can, as like stylish as you can. Out of all the sports I've never yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, in boxing, of course, boxing, as well. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling like yeah. out of no those sports, though. like, why do you think like we find that shit so entertaining? Because it is. Yeah. I love to watch it, man. Love it. I love to watch it. Me and Henry, almost every pay per view, unless it's like a shitty card, we yeah. we will come we over to each it. other's house yeah. and we will watch it. Like we watch it with all the boys, dude. Yeah. We watch I don't that know. shit. I don't. That's a hard question. I was just for curious, me to like, answer. why do you think that? Like, I would, I would feel like the best person to answer such question would be someone looking at it from the outside. 
Can, can, can I say why? Yeah, yeah why? you tell us why. You're such a violent person. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> because even Dana White said, like, we have fighting in our DNA. Oh, I yeah. remember that video. Yeah. Henry sent me that one, actually. Yeah. yeah. We, we have fighting in DNA. So it's, it's in our blood. So once we see some shit, like even, bro, perfect example. We're in school, in high school. As yeah. soon as a fight break up, I push the teacher out of the way. Move, bitch. Like, I'm buying investing this shit. Because it's that entertaining to watch. Yeah. That's true. It is, true. you know what I'm saying? It's entertaining to watch someone get knocked. It's literally like, it's better than sex, bro. I love watching that God shit. God damn. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, Henry, you're such a violent person. Like, oh, God. No, Wait, I fucking you love it. Combine them. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and fighting Bro I'm about to call you Chris Brown bro. Hey, hold play, Chris Brown. We do not condone that Yeah we don't man Don't be abusive In your relationship don't Yeah don't be please Oh my god Victor Every but time Victor comes Get the truck <laughs> <laughs> Say my name yeah, fucking, every t- Victor always fucking Cracks me up with some shit He says bro Combine the two God damn it No but real quick On that fight man <laughs> I watched that fight twice Yeah Watched it twice. I don't know if you knew this. I posted it on my story. I watched it during class. Oh, and as soon flattered. as soon as no. but as soon as like the fight <laughs> finished and yeah. they it's they say the winner by decision, 29, 28, whatever. I clapped so hard when they said your name. And my teacher's she's Indian. I'm not gonna say her in accent because that's fucking racist. Like but Navajo? T- no. No, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, Just yeah. that's not strong. No, no, anyway, she was like, Oh, so this is what you be doing in my class. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry, my my friend, he just won the can the tender shit. Oh, nice. He's she, lying, she, bro. She didn't, she didn't give a He's fight. lying, bro. He was the guy. He was basically Patrick when he said, "Look at this. Look at it. Look at it." That's no. what he was doing to everybody with his laptop. Look no, at it. But I have so many questions about the fight, man, because there's a lot of controversy. Oh yeah. The commentaries. Ah, it pissed me off. The commentaries were saying that literally during the fight that you were gonna lose. That's how it goes. That he was gonna lose, like they were saying, he Victor had to do something big. He has to, he has to finish him, and and you know, and even Dana White himself, let's be honest, he didn't agree with the decision. That's true. But what the reason why he got you, man, is because you're a champion. You you have heart. You have you have everything that a UFC fighter needs. You know what I'm saying? That's why he got you. Because in the third in the third round, not not me, because that's not my mentality. But in third round, anyone could have given given up. But you came in like you're fresh, hot, and you fucking almost had it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I w- my question is, in the, end of the, in the end of the fight, did you know you were going to win? Honestly I, speaking. Honestly speaking, in the end of the fight, I knew that it was a close fight. I knew that if I won, it was going to be split. I knew that if I lost, it was going to be a split. Um, I, I myself am not very happy with my performance. Right, right. It was probably not one of my best performances, and I was disappointed at that. But I was not hurt. I was not touched. My face was clean. Yeah, it was. You know, and I don't know. I don't know how my opponent feel, felt. You know, I don't know what the judges saw. I felt like I landed more strikes. I felt like I was active. I felt like the takedowns from his behalf were significant when it comes to the technique and finishing the takedowns. I don't feel like the damage that was caused due to the takedowns was significant or as much of much importance to me. You know, I felt safe the entire fight. I was, I never felt like I was in trouble and maybe that's what the judges saw. Maybe the judges saw, okay, that's a cool takedown. Very technical. 
great takedown, very well timed. But now what? And mm -hmm. I was not injured. I was not hurt. I did eat some punches, but none that were significant enough for anybody to see me and say, oh, he's in trouble, you know? And, you know, I just... I just gave it the best that I had at that moment. At that moment. And unfortunately, I don't think it was the best for me. Oh, no, man. You know, I am very grateful that, you know, I had the opportunity. And I want to, I just, it just inspired me to come back stronger. Oh, yeah. Because man. I do not want yeah. my fights to go that way. Yeah, no. And unfortunately, three weeks before the fight camp, I got really sick. And my cardio was gone gone oh man you know what i remember hearing something about that yeah yeah my cardio was gone i came back the next week i could not finish around yeah i just couldn't finish around i couldn't breathe again it was terrible i went how, how I, serious was it it was pretty bad oh shit. i was it was pretty bad and i'm glad that i came back right on time for the fight mm -hmm. but it was not good and it was a little concerning it was a little concerning i almost called someone and say hey I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it, but I usually save those calls until it's like literally. Yeah. yeah. And I said, let me just push through it. Let me see what I can do to my cardio and let me get back to it. But mm. it was very difficult. I, I pretty much, although I didn't go into the fight in two weeks notice, mm. I was prepared. I had a full camp when it came to my cardio. It, it is as if that the the sickness was as if I would have been called in two weeks notice. Yeah. As far okay. as my cardio yeah. goes, it was gone, completely yeah. gone. I, and had to rebuild it within three weeks, three to two weeks. As a watcher, man, I even noticed, man, I was like, fuck, like I could tell, like, I was like, your cardio was going down. Like, I remember you threw this one sidekick, but it took you like 30 seconds to like throw it. Yeah. Because you looked, you know what sidekick I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of, you kind of like stuttered and then you threw it. I was like, oh, shit, man. I was a little worried. Tired. I was a little worried, but obviously I never doubted you. And that's me being completely honest. But I want to quickly like rewind again and talk about mm -hmm. what is the process once you get this man as your as your opponent? What is the process do, doing that? Like, do you guys watch? Because I've never seen Coach Juan like watch footages or yeah. I don't know if he's that type of coach. Okay. Yeah, we do it on the side. You know, obviously when we're at the gym, we have the mats, the things that we don't have on our home. So mm -hmm. we focus on being there. But outside of the gym, we watch footage. Um, I don't watch a lot of footage. I don't like to, I don't like to get too uh, concerned with every single detail of my opponent because then I am susceptible to not being unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm susceptible to not being adaptable in the event that my opponent doesn't do what I think he's going to do. And if I just dissect every single movement he does, I'm going to expect every single movement he does. And if he doesn't, then I may think, oh, shit, he didn't do this. Now what? So instead, I just watch it a few times and leave a lot of room for adaptability. Yeah. Just in case something else may happen. I, what I heard a lot. What I heard a lot of fighters say is that a lot of fighters say I don't watch footage because because I don't like to worry about what he's doing. I like to focus on what I'm doing, what I can improve on. Yeah. I like to watch footage once or twice, just to see the energy that my, my opponent brings. Is he aggressive? Is he passive? Is he a counter striker? Is he an aggression? How does he grapple? What's his position? And most importantly, at what rhythm does he fight at? You know, is it is it a fast pace? Is it a slow pace? Just little things. I watch it once or twice. 
so that I don't get too concerned about it. Oh, okay. So you basically do like a little, you just basically like try to categorize it very broad, like how you said, like yeah. these little categories that can just help you, but keep that room for adaptability. Correct. With the whole like, with the fighting and how you say you got sick and stuff like that, is there like a you uh like a contender series like official that's always checking on you, seeing if you're okay or anything? Not and, throughout your camp. Not throughout your camp. Not okay. Because I was curious about. I was like, is there always somebody watching, make sure you're okay, and like if yeah. you're not doing anything. It's during stupid? fight week, right? What is? Fight week is when they check like your weight and make yeah, sure you're fight okay. Fight week is when you check your weight and they give oh. you a. What were you fighting at? I was fighting one twenty five. One twenty five. Okay. Damn, man. 125, bro. That's crazy. That's literally, like, how much my leg weighs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, let me ask you something. Um, so, with that fight, I forget the guy you fight. Carlos. Carlos, Carlos. Yeah, shout out to Carlos. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Um, what was the game plan? Because he was more of a... He was a boxer. Yes. And you were more of... Dude, you're striking phenomenal, right? So, like... I knew this was gonna be. A, I knew he's gonna like. I want to hear your thoughts. The game plan before. The the, game I don't, don't want. Yeah. The game plan for Carlos was to make sure that we kept a top of our angles. We knew he was a, a good boxer and a technical one at that. Not a very um. Very mindful boxer. A lot of people are aggressive and they swing too wide. He didn't. He was tight. He was technical and he was precise when he wanted to throw the punches. So we knew that the best way to defeat his striking was not to try to match such, but to try to outdo him on the angles. Because if you can't find your angles, it doesn't matter what precision you have. You don't have the angle to deliver the power. So that was the that was the game plan is to make sure that our angles were on top. Um, we weren't sure how the uh, takedowns were going to happen. Um, we were planning on being more aggressive with our takedowns. But then again, my cardio was not there. So throughout the fight, I realized, okay, the best thing to do is to outstrike him with angles. And if I do get a takedown, it has to be out of him being too concerned with my strikes that he doesn't pay attention to it. Because the first times that I did engage a takedown, I didn't have the energy or the explosion to do it efficiently. So he was able to shut him down pretty quickly. So I had to make sure I disguised him a little bit. I got two takedowns. One of them was actually a reversal, so you know it was it was my my takedowns were more of a counter wrestling. Yeah, counter. Than, it was than based it was on an initiation. Yeah, based on his momentum, kind of right. Yeah. Um, cause you did that judo throw. Oh, the uchimata. That shit, bro, that shit was <laughs> badass. That shit was badass. And I thought you, I thought you were gonna finish him right there. I was like, oh shit, but you didn't have enough time. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't enough out of time. time there. Um, and something, oh, dude, something phenomenal about that fight, man, is your fucking head movement. You yeah. you got that fucking like I just I, I just love kind of like that Mayweather kind of like I don't yeah. know it's called shoulder roll you have it man it's it's phenomenal dude it would have been better if I would have my cardio I yeah. tell you that but uh, <laughs> um yeah one of my favorite things about fighting one of my favorite things about sport one of my favorite things about fighting period is just being in that land of fire just right there where everything happens where any given moment it slides out for you. And just living in that press and living in that line where you're probably inches away from being unconscious. You like that adrenaline shit. And and just having just shots swing by. Is it kind of like that Goku Ultra Instinct? Like you just see everything. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. 
It feels good. Damn. It feels yeah. good. You're you know? just in that like that zone, I guess. You know, damn that man. zone. Cause man, when you're like weaving, I was weaving with you. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like doing that Dustin Poirier like blocking and shit, bro. That was fucking it's, phenomenal, it's really, man. I, I probably like I probably like slipping and weaving punches as much as I like landing them. Bro, yeah, cause it's a cool feeling. Like I joke around by him. Like I was, I, I tell him, I was like, imagine if you try swing at Canelo, and that motherfucker's like, Sss. like it's yeah. after that you're fucked. Yeah. You're not there. Yeah, I feel like dodging a punch is like more like oh shit yeah. than a, landing a punch is like still phenomenal, right? When yeah. you when you rock somebody, but I feel like if you weave three three or more punches in a row like back to back to back that's just phenomenal i'm like holy shit head yeah. yeah. movement bad movement were you were you surprised of how many times he took you down like how many times did he take you down like two three times it was yeah i think so Maybe were you surprised four. that he shot for the um, shots i wasn't surprised they were well timed mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. unfortunately i was too tired to defend them as, yeah. as much as i would like to yeah. but then again i relied on my jujitsu to make sure that i didn't oh, take yeah. a lot of damage so even though the takedowns happened, I wasn't worried about them. Yeah, That's yeah, because he did take you down, and I wasn't worried. Like you said, man, art. Like shout out to Coach Juan, man. Like shout out to Coach Juan. That motherfucker, Coach Juan's a beast, man. But the gym we train is it just they prepare you, they you know, prepare. for that. I know you've been training Tony. Who's who usually? Because I, I know Coach Juan does like I guess private wrestling practices in the morning or something. I saw stories about it. You guys do wrestling in the mornings and stuff? So in, in um, fight camp, really, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, um, the people who are serious about competing and or fighting, we just meet there from 9 to 11. And all we do is we work on the thing that we're the worst at or the thing that we need the most improvement for whatever competition <clears throat> may be going. So... For this fight camp, we were focusing a lot on our wrestling just to catch up because we had a fight coming and we knew that out of the many things that we train, wrestling was the one that we needed to uh, polish the most. And so that's what we did. That's, that's, um, dude, that's awesome, man. That's, I'm going to ask you this question in the podcast, but that's one thing I fucking love about MMA is that to be a mixed martial artist, I'm speaking this out of because I love MMA. Like I love watching and studying. Like you know, and the one thing I love about MMA, man, is you have to perfect your craft in every art. Yeah. Wrestling, jujitsu, striking, everything, jujitsu, and it's I love it. Like that's like that that philosophy of like perfecting craft. That what makes you like for me. You probably agree to this. I don't know, but for me, the greatest of all time, MMA fighter is GSP. Yeah, because he has literally no holes. That man is phenomenal jujitsu, phenomenal, phenomenal wrestling, striking, phenomenal, and you, like, like that's why I love MMA. You have to yeah. perfect. It's not like boxing one dimensional. It's it's MMA where it's like you have to you have to perfect every craft. That's amazing, yeah, bro. You have to dedicate a lot of time for it, and you may never master all of them. And that's okay. And that's you just have to be proficient at, at all of them yeah. and master at least one. How much you train a day? I train probably one, two, three, like four, four hours a day. Damn. Four hours a day. That's some hard work. Hard yeah, work. Yeah, bro. I train for like two hours. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> you know what I'm it's saying? Hard. And yeah. weekends? 
It's like a job. You work I'm on, on Saturday. Saturdays, yeah. Yeah, Saturdays. Yeah. Saturdays you got good. the MMA training. Yeah. Damn. Sundays is probably my only day off, but I do teach privates there. So if you have any. With Tom? Pain, huh? Tom's one of them. Tom. Eric's one of them. Damn. Um, my boy Mason. Shout out to Mason, Tom, and Eric. Um, but yeah, if anybody wants privates, I'll teach you. Something. Yeah. Hey, hit up Victor. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Instagram. If you're trying to learn. Yeah, try and learn. Yeah. Hit this man up for he's a champ. But I was going to ask you. Um, during the fight, you hurt him with an elbow. With do you, an elbow? Do you recall that? And I do recall the elbow. What was your elbow. reaction? The reaction was maintain the pressure. Um, whenever you hurt someone, it, you come across a very difficult decision. One, you can either continue your attack and just unrelentlessly strike them and try to finish the fight with the take, whatever it takes. Or two... Be cautious because that is when the best counters happen. Because when you hurt your partner, when you hurt your opponent, you're not the only one who knows that he's hurt. He knows he's hurt. So he's probably anticipating you coming at him. The best and most predictable time for him to counter is whenever he knows he's hurt. Mm. He knows you're about to jump in. And he knows that you made disregard some holes in your guard he may know that you're disregarding keeping your hands up he may know that you're disregarding a lot of fundamental and technical things for the fate for the sake of finishing because he's hurt and they know that so if you're smart and you are at the level that i am it is dangerous to just go ahead and jump and try to finish it is not it's not something that you should or shouldn't do. Mm. It's just something you have to be cautious about. Because if you hurt someone, they know they're hurt. You could easily finish them. And they know that. So that's the best time for them to counter you. Jesus, Victor. You you think a lot deeper. Yeah. And like with all this training, like how you talk about this, I'm like, dude, this train, this dude's training. Damn, Henry. Yeah. I can hold your mic for you, man. Yeah. I got a question for you, man. What's up? Hey, hold up, bro. We're back from a piss break. You gotta oh, say yeah. that. We sorry, went from sorry. a piss break. This man drinks a gallon a day, which gallon is... Day. I mean, that's Shaz. that's that's normally average for a person. that You have to drink a gallon. I'm surprised you yeah. don't drink more. I Sometimes I drink more. You oh, drink right. a gallon? But yeah. it's yeah. For average human being has to drink an average Fuck, gallon. Fuck, I drink like six water bottles. That's yeah. not a gallon. I think that's... How much is a water bottle? Like half a liter? Yeah. Or maybe a I think, quarter. I, I think I it has to be like eight or twelve. Yeah. I have no fucking what, idea. Were you gonna, were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh, I, I was some, saying, I was saying, like, w- with your whole level of training and your, just how you think of things, bro. Like, I just, I'm like, I can't relate because, bro, if I rock someone and I hear fucking Joe Rogan like, oh, he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, if I see him do that, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna go kill this man. Yeah. I'm gonna jump in, but like, it's crazy. Like, you yeah. think, yeah, it's a game of chess, yeah. bro. You're thinking a, like two steps ahead. Yeah, when you, when you said that, literally, when you said all that, man, the only thing that I came up in my mind is this um, this Chinese philosopher. He says the best fighters are not the angry, angriest. Like the the calmest, the calmest fighters are the best fighters. Yeah. And I don't know why it made me think of that uh, quote because when you rock zone, you have to be calm. You, you see a lot of fighters just bull rush and try to knock them out and then they get countered like you said oh my god you're you're saying that and there was a fight that recently happened i think it happened oh my god i can't remember the cowboys the ex-cowboy player oh Oh, craig hardy Hardy, yeah that happened to him with the other guy he goes Uh, by bam bam uh, yeah 
Tell, he literally tell hurt him, and then he got countered and yeah. just knocked. Perfect. Like, uh, he was uh, perfect example of that shit. Uh, he was um, what's the word I'm looking for? He was unexperienced. Unexperienced, yeah. So, what if I could be experienced enough to just go ahead and go for the kill, and not have to worry about anything? Now that, that's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal, and that's where I want to get at. Kind of like that's Connor. I want to achieve. Yeah, I want to go for the kill, and have the confidence that. I'm not going to get countered and I shouldn't because I'm experienced enough that I shouldn't get countered. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. I understand that. Like saying you want to be a state of mind where it just comes natural to you almost. Right. Yeah. Damn. Cause that would be great. Right. A hundred percent. I think. Yeah, dude. Hey, Dana White will give you that finite uh, bonus and shit. Yeah, 50K. <laughs> yeah, if you knock him out, if you kill him, I'll do it. You. I'm just, I just need to get my cardio back and that's what we're working on right now. What yeah. are you doing for your cardio? Back. Like what? just running, just running, running all the time. You think running is the best way of getting cardio? It's one of the best ways. A I swimming mean, one? Swimming Sex? is great. Swimming, swimming is really good really? because it involves your whole body. Mm. But here's the thing about running is that your legs get tired. And if you yeah. want to experience being tired and know, knowing that you have to keep your legs underneath you in case you get rocked and you're tired, it helps more to run. Mm-hmm. Swimming is way more harder than running and it's way better cardio. But when your legs get tired, you can kind of cruise and keep swimming without your legs. Yeah. You know, you can't do that with running. You need to keep your legs strong with a constant, yeah. you know, pace. So even when you're tired and running, you still have to know you got to keep your legs underneath you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I, I feel that's true because it makes me think of like, like David Goggins, he he runs a lot. Yeah, why are you why why are you running? Cause you're not. Uh, yeah, he got me into David Goggins shit because he always says that, that shit. Is. David Goggins, he's just. He can tell you the whole thing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> real quick, he's just an ultra runner. He's a motivational speaker. He's literally one of the toughest crazy, man bro. of all. He's fucking crazy. He's seen. He's so crazy. He's Dang. that. He's that mentality where I hope one day I get Kill. your your Kill. mentality. I hope I, I yeah. hope one day I get your mentality. You know, but uh, yeah, that's true. Like for me, like I'm out of shape right now. I, I, I shouldn't even say this, but what helped me when I get like, I guess get, we were just talking about this off air, but like yeah. if I get ready for a tournament, something that helps me a lot is just do strength conditioning. A lot of jiu-jitsu helps me like build that endurance, my cardiovascular, yeah. you know, just because man, get those rounds in jiu-jitsu, man. It's, it's something else. Like I go in now and I, oh, dude, I get so gassed. It's crazy. It's crazy how that works, man. It's crazy how that works. Um, I wanted to actually ask you one simple question of emotion, bro. How did it feel getting your hand fucking raised by Herb fucking Dean? Oh yeah, bro? we were talking about oh, that yeah. before. You got I, there. I told him I was like, dude, I want to ask him how did it feel. Yeah, bro. <laughs> how did it feel getting fucking your hand, your arm raised by Herb fucking Dean, bro? It, it felt great. Dude, you know, it I was, was like, uh, I looked at it, I was like, holy shit, he's actually that Herb fucking Dean. It was probably, <laughs> it was probably the best. Welcome to the big leagues moment. Right. You yeah. know, because he's an icon. Yeah, yeah. He's an icon of the UFC. He's the icon of the ultimate level that you could reach in the sport. You know, as a referee, everybody knows who he is. Yeah. Everybody knows what he does. Legendary. You know, and to have that moment and to share that moment with him, shout out to her. What's up? <laughs> and uh, that, never get it, hurt. it was a, it was a great moment to say, okay, yeah. you're here. Welcome to the UFC. Dude, that's crazy. You got any like words in with Dana? Like he talked to you or I'm not We we talk very briefly, yeah. you know. He's big, right? Yeah. He's, he's big. Huge. Yeah. Like, yeah, he looks like he works out. How tall is he? 
Um, how t- you I don't know. He's like six something, six Fuck. feet. He's taller than me for sure. Yeah. But how I'm tall not, are you? I'm five, five eight. Five yeah. eight. Yeah, same. You're two inch taller than me. But he's yeah. he's definitely tall. He's pretty cool. He's, he's really a nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He's pretty cool. Although our um, encounter is quite brief. So oh, really? you know, he's what. Our Dang. encounter was brief. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We Short. had a very brief encounter, but he was very friendly throughout cool. the entire time. Damn. What's the most thing out of fighting, of course? Of course, that was a big moment. But what else stood out to you the most about the whole thing? Oh, okay. So one of my favorite moments of the whole experience uh-huh. was the last fight. Right. The last fight. And I was watching. I went out, and I was being the spectator now. And it was a Brazilian fighter and a Russian fighter. And they were going at it. So... They, these people flew across hemispheres to meet in this one place and all you could hear was the sound of impact and languages spoken by people really far away from where we were hmm. simultaneously. It was almost like the farthest distances from the world were just here for this one purpose you know their corner was of course telling their fighter what to do in yeah. russian and same with the his opponent there were the corner was telling his the guy what to do in portuguese two different languages mm-hmm. very different languages at that from two completely different sides of the world yeah. they flew these guys they traveled these guys they standing before each other in this one place at this one moment and they have nothing in common except for the passion of what they're doing at that moment and that was really cool that's the that's the beautiful thing of fucking fighting man holy shit man. to to this is why i love mma and ufc in general man it's just like the whole how that's how ufc started man yeah Let's see who's which art. Yeah, who is the who's fucking the best, best man? Like, who is the best? Yeah. What fighting form is the best? And we all know what ended up being the best fighting form. Which one is it, Henry? Fucking jujitsu. Is it? I mean, I think so. I think it's. I think it's up to the person. I think it's up to the person and the vehicle that's being used to develop that. Because we've seen amazing jujitsu players get beat. We've seen jujitsu black belts get beat by blue belts in MMA. Why is that happening? That's it's, true. It's not just the art. It's the person wielding it and how they're wielding it and the vehicle that they're using to do so. The vehicle being the body. How conditioned is it? How strong is it? How fast is it? Is it able to perform Whatever it is that your mind is trying to construct. Because you can think of amazing techniques in your head, but is your able, is your body able to do them? And being able to achieve the perfect balance of what you can imagine doing and your body actually being able to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the goal. One thing I have for you is like the I know what I have no idea. It's like an ignorant question. Like I have no idea with the chin. Do you, is that, that's not like you can't like what goes through your head? Like, are you mentally preparing yourself to get fucking hit or you just take it by surprise and by, okay, that was a hit. 
Yeah, I mean, you, like you're going to get hit. Yeah. You're going to get hit. But then again, you don't know how hard you're going to get hit. Yeah. You don't know when you're going to get hit. Because like, there's no way to train that. What, you get fucking beat in camp? That's like one day of training, just getting your like, shit you just beat. Get beat. Just get beat up. Like, that's how you train the chin. But like, I was like, curious, like, what goes through your head? Like, are you, at the same time, as you're trying to pick out holes to like poke at to get that advantage in a fight, I'm sure you're not, I, I, I at least think you're not thinking about getting hit at all, right? Yeah. You're just doing your own thing. If you get hit, you get hit. And you yeah, if you it. just get hit, you just get hit. You know, you have to completely, you can't disregard your technique and you can't disregard okay. the the fact that yeah. they're trying to hit you and you can't disregard the fact that you're better off not getting hit. You can't disregard that. But you also have to disregard the fact that if it does happen, you have to move on. Because yeah. if you do okay. get hit, if you do get hit, if you get clipped hard and it hurts and you know it, <laughs> You also have to know that the worst thing you can do at that moment is stay there. Okay, so like, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. Okay, it's irrelevant if whether you like getting hit or not. At that moment, you got hit. You don't like it, so you either have two choices. You can either stay exactly where you are, mm. or you can move. You have any one of those rituals that not rituals, but little like little. I guess movements like you know how sometimes sometimes someone gets hit they'll like wipe their face for whatever fucking reason I don't know why they do that I don't know if that's like a mental thing like if you get hit with like a jab for instance and you just wipe yourself off like is that like a mental trick I have no idea like I think it's a I think it's instinct you think it's instinct yeah Yeah, because I was like thing is like is that a way to like like mentally prepare like just to keep going is like oh okay I wiped off the punch I'm fine like to just do that shit. Cause I want like just seeing people get hit hard as fuck and they're still going. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how do you like do that? It's like, cool, huh? It I is mean, fucking cool. That's people, why I like it a lot. Cause I'm like, people get hit hard and they keep going. Like they're yeah. rocked, but they're able to like looking at their opponents still. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I don't know. Me and Henry have that conversation That's all the scary, time, bro. Right? Like, I mean, that, some people do different things, yeah. and and it's it. One of my favorite things is watching what people do. Some people smile. Some people will let you know, it's like, I'm having fun. You just clip me hard and look, I'm enjoying it. That so fucks what, with the other so person. That, that, yeah, that fucks with the other person. Yeah. Be like, all right, so if I hit you hard again, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, yeah. and they come back strong. Some people just hit you back even harder. And so then it makes you question if you want to keep hitting them hard. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I really don't have a ritual. I just, I just look at them like nothing happened because yeah. it didn't. Yeah, because I would like notice like some fighters do does like these certain things. I'm like, is that to just like that's crazy, man. Well imagine if you're in a fight and, and this and you just clip someone. You just you even got a running start and you went pow right in the chin. And they didn't even touch their face and just looked at you. Like oh, it. I mean, oh, <laughs> just because you said that that's happened. The, we didn't, it didn't happen to us. We didn't get a fight, but we were out on the bar and something just like that happened. Oh yeah. Uh, this guy got a sucker punch in the back of the head, and the yeah. dude had a running start. And this, so it's like about six inch difference of height. Dang. And this, the and this small guy had a running start, punched the guy in the back of the head. There's two two drunk guys. Yes, yeah, two drunk guys. Dang. And the fucking big dude just looks back slowly at him. I was like, dude, no way. Yeah. I'd fucking run. Yeah. Immediately, at the that, cops stopped yeah. it. But like, I was like. Me and the guys were like, holy shit. I was that like, guy, what the fuck? <laughs> that guy literally looked slowly back like, 
What tickled me, bro? Yeah. Like, what tickled me? Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, this man's going to eat them skeeters in. <laughs> like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, holy was, shit. Was, the whole situation was funny because the cop came and she was like, country, uh, country <laughs> officer. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that now, I was like, <laughs> I'd be terrified to yeah. be the smaller guy knowing the fact that you got a sucker punch, running start, back of the head. You know, you know what's up. a perfect example of that, dude? What's that? It's the Canelo versus a Billy Joe Sanders fight. Yeah. Where Canelo was literally broke his orbital bone and he, he went like this to the crowd and you have thousands of crowds cheering for Canelo and you're literally like, oh fuck. Like that breaks you, man. Yeah. That breaks you. It can if you let it. bro. Like that has to be a di- that's a whole nother mental game, bro. That has to be a game, fucking bro. beast. Bro. That has to be a whole nother mental game. Yeah, like Henry said, that's just a different animal. Like knowing that you fucking something's broken, you're still able to like. That's just. I, don't I know, mean, man. like for me, man, crazy. like for me, bro, like when I'm like in that mode, you know, yeah. for like let's say if I'm getting ready for a tournament, and someone has me in a deep armbar, in my mind I'm like, break it, motherfucker. Break it Just fucking I'm like <laughs> Say you like creeps Like snap I remember one time Someone had my wrist Someone had my wrist And the wrist lock And I said break it Go ahead Just break the wrist God bro Dang. Because it's like I'm not gonna I hate you know, you know Yeah 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 You know I don't like lo- Like I hate losing No so one much. likes losing No one likes it I remember telling Coach Juan that He said it's okay And it's just like I said snap that shit bro <laughs> oh my Snap God. it You break. told him He says okay no, Like mentally I'm like oh, okay. say, yeah. men- Mentally I'm like Break it Come on Dang. It's okay you know what I'm saying? I get, I understand that mentality. I I don't do that if I know I have a fight coming though. Uh, then oh I can't yeah, for you, different. Yeah, there's different levels. Where yeah, different, different, levels different mentality. But but uh, yeah, you gotta have that. Yeah, you gotta have Damn, that mentality, man. like uh, that mentality for sure. But uh, I want to ask you, man, are you the type of guy like for me? I'm a, I believe in law of attraction, manifesting stuff, journaling, yeah. and stuff like that. Do you? When you started this, man, did you, everything that you went through your whole life, uh, being a UFC now, Dana White comes to the city, being a, one of the hardest division right now, which is a flyweight division, um, did you, how did you envision this, and is it, is it exactly how you planned it? I didn't envision anything, to be honest with you. I, I didn't, I didn't even have, I can't say that it is or isn't how I planned it, because I didn't mm-hmm. plan anything. I just, um... The only thing I did plan was to don't to never stop doing what I wanted to do, and I just like training, I like fighting, and I like surrounding myself with people who like to do the same. That's what I planned. That's what I anticipated, and that's what I never wanted to stop doing. I give you props, man, because I mean, for me, like. I love jiu-jitsu. I love lifting, but I mean, there's times where I have mental ruts. Yeah, it happens. Why don't you strike, Henry? You could be a striker. Uh, I don't know, man. Have you seen me strike? It's not pretty good. <laughs> no one is at first. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I feel like it could be anything. It could be anything? Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. What are the bro, I'm next? about to go run outside, bro. Give me this. Yeah, I swear, guy. Every time I like, just like last time, dude, I felt so motivated by this yeah. guy. I'm like, fuck. But what are the next steps? I understand, like, you got the UFC contract. Like, yeah, yeah, we what's all next? saw that. What's, what's next? next? He says, well, like, yeah. hey, we're gonna call you. Better show up, or like, what's the next? Well, step? Well, we man? stay on shape. We stay in yeah. fight shape. We stay ready to fight because we. It may or may not be a short notice, 
but we have to fulfill what we're here to do. We we have a job. We we are under contract. What does that mean under contract? Like as in like I understand like okay you're signed with the UFC, but like is that being ready every twenty four seven? Like being ready for a call? Like hey, if we call you, you got to fire. Like, yeah, that's exactly that what it means. So they don't even give you like a like you know how like soccer like the Premier League. There's a schedule. You yeah. guys don't have that at all, right? No, we don't have that at all. Okay. There's no season for yeah, there's, okay. no season. there's no season for okay. UFC. Okay. Fighting season all the time yeah. for everyone in the world. I just, Stupid question. How I much just, paperwork was there? Single single pay, piece of paper or what? No, there was a lot of paperwork <laughs> that I had to... Uh, as far as me having yeah. to sign, there wasn't a lot of paperwork for me okay. to sign, but there was a lot of paperwork for me to read. Did you read all of it? I did read most of it, yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. The terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But oh, no, but God. that's crazy. So like, if they call you, let's say Dana White, he's a hey fucking Victor. I don't know how he sounds like, but he's a hey Victor. Like we got fight for <laughs> yeah. the the December pay per view. Would you take it? So I would take it, but here's the thing. Um, right now I have a suspension because I got stitches on my leg because of the fight. Oh, so shit. I'm under. I forget what it is, but it's a few weeks. So obviously I can't be fighting within the next coming weeks. Uh, Oh, reason. so they take that all under consideration. Yeah, like they, they even give you a time frame. No, they yeah. suspend people, bro. Yeah, like if you get hurt really bad. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. like, because uh, you see other fighters get like yourself injured because of the stitches and like other shit like that. Like even worse fighters. Like so, they give you like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, this is your suspension time because of this injury. They tell you that shit. Damn. Yeah, so they take that consideration. So obviously, in no time within the next week or two. Um, okay. But we are. Probably wanting to fight if we have a chance to mm-hmm. on before the year ends. However, the UFC is very thorough and they probably have planned out all the fights, upcoming fights yeah. for the rest of this year. Yeah. So unless somebody drops or what have you, I may or may not be fighting before the end of the year. Oh, I will okay. be going to Mexico in December. I already have my date set up and I've communi- I will communicate that to whoever I need to communicate that to. And... Just whenever but we're gonna stay in fighting shape, because you like you said you can almost have to right because yes. they can call you like oh hey this guy dropped you want to take it yeah okay. why not I mean I want to be I want oh, yeah, to be in fighting yeah. shape this is what I want to do this is what I love to do and it's no problem being ready and so you don't well. you don't I mean you have, I mean not that you have to prove to Dana but you kind of have to prove like hey man like I'm here I'm here I, I want to be the fucking champ I like I'm gonna prove to you and others and myself mo- main importantly that. You know, that like I am what I say I am. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And uh sorry. With the ahead. with the whole act of like you know how some fighters like talk a bunch of shit before yeah. a fight just to get those pay per views up and shit. Yeah. Do you they don't tell you what to do or anything like that, mm, right? They haven't, no. Okay. I was like, really Hey Victor, do. just be a fucking dick to everybody and we'll pay even more money or <laughs> anything like that. Like, do you see yourself being a calm like, do, do you ever think about that far into the future or not really? Like, oh, I see myself a respectable fighter where I ain't going to talk shit yeah. outside. The I don't know. I don't know. I, re- I haven't thought about that. You yeah. know, I just, I've been so focused on just doing this and doing it the yeah. way I like doing it that I haven't thought about the outside look of what yeah. brings money in other than just being good. Other than just being yourself, being myself. Yeah. But maybe I should, maybe I should talk shit. Yeah. Like, I don't okay. care who you fucking are. Some WWE, like, <laughs> fucking act. no, I mean, That's I was mean, curious about, I was like, yeah. how call far, out like, some people. Yeah, yeah. Like how far, like, 
Cause like it's a whole game of it. Like UFC is like fighting and then the outside the ring type shit. Like yeah. I was wondering like does that ever go through your head? I understand like so would you say you're more of a at the moment like what happens like here in the next week? I'm focused on not do I, you ever worry about the future? A I lot? do plan ahead. Yeah. I do plan ahead, but mostly for the sake of growth and fulfillment and mm-hmm. planning out how I can be better. But I also want to take into consideration the present. And the future is not really guaranteed unless the present is fulfilled. So I do take that into consideration. You know, I can plan ahead all I want to, but if I'm not focused on what I'm doing now, I may not even get there. So, you know, it's a hard thing to think about. You know, mm-hmm. I do ha- I do practice some um, catch lines and phrases that I could use if I wanted to talk shit, but. Hey, right, bro, yeah, like Michael Chandler. See you at the top. See you at the surprise, top. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. That's crazy. <laughs> um, man, I have like two or three more questions to ask you, bro, real quick. I, something I find very interesting, a lot of fighters are very, uh, a lot of fighters focus on the record. Yeah. And for, I think a good example of that is Sugar Sean O'Malley. On paper, he has one loss. Yes. But he tells everyone his loss, he has zero loss. Uh, for you, you used to be undefeated. Yeah. And I think you have one loss. Yes. Is that something you really try to focus, stay undefeated? Or as a fighter, as you yourself, what's your uh, opinion on that? Be undefeated, know. record, I, perfect record. Um, I think the most important part about about, to me, is being able to perform to the best of my abilities. Whether I have... A loss or not, you know, and that's why, that's why I'm really excited to come back. I'm really excited to have my debut in the UFC, is because I want to show the world what I look like when I have my full cardio, when I have my full, when I'm at a hundred percent. You know, I wasn't at a hundred percent this last fight, so I want to show the world that. Okay. And most importantly to me, is that is. Is the um, it's the performance. That's why people watch. That's why people want to tune in. That's why people pay money. That's why people like the sport. Is because they like what they see. They don't. Whenever you're watching a fight, and it's a good fight, you don't care what the records are. You I mean, don't see a punch yeah. land really well and think, "Oh, that was a great punch." But he's blah blah blah. His record. Look at the ideas. That's a perfect example. Everybody yeah. loves watching Nate Diaz. Everyone loves Nate Diaz. In his record, he has like 13 losses. Yeah. It's just, I think it's like being entertaining as yeah. well. It's like also you have to think about is like, how do you want to fight? For example, like Justin Gaethje. Like, he, dude, he does not give a fuck about himself, bro. He's there to like throw fucking hitters. Like, I don't know if you... Did you watch that Tony Ferguson when he, he fought? Did, yeah. Bro. It was great. It was I like, wonderful. Like, that shit is dude, insane. Dude, talking man. about Tony Ferguson real quick, I want to add, I was reading comments like, I was going through all your interviews and shit like that. <laughs> and someone said they they said that you remind them a lot of Tony Ferguson. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm a flattered. Kukui. Yeah. They say you remind them a lot of the Kukui. <laughs> I know they're saying you look like one. What a fool, but like. Vicky's about to get wings on his yeah. leg, bro. Wings on my back, get some Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. <laughs> no, yeah, man. But yeah, they said that. That's I was reading, cool. I was reading all the comics. None of them were good, but. Yeah. Other than that, oh, man. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how do you deal with like the whole outside of it, like social media and stuff? Like, so you uh, you mentioned journalists, like yeah, what, like 
how was it like just line after I, I, line? I didn't notice, like, man. As you know, after you get ready for this podcast, I I was going through your profile and you did gain a lot more followers. Yeah, a thousand more, I'll say. Dang. I didn't know that. Oh, cool. shit. Sorry. That sounds kind of creepy. But I was getting ready. <laughs> Henry's was, a stalker, bro. It's a, He's stalking. Have you seen you, the show? <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah. How do you like, how like, do, you, do? like That's pretty cool. I really like it. I really like connecting with people. I really like having conversations. Yeah. Um, I ask questions myself. You know, I'm very interested about people who follow the sport. You know, just as people are, are interested of why someone would fight or why is it that people like fighting? I'm really intrigued why people I'm really intrigued by the same question. So I asked these people questions like, why do you like it? What got you into it? You know, so I'm really happy to have conversations yeah. with these people that are that I've never met. But we met because we like this one thing. Damn. Dude, I fucking Victor love when Victor talks is like there's just such a deeper level. I, like, yeah, I love when Victor talks. He makes me feel like a piece of shit and I just want to go fucking train. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, honestly, man. Um, what do you see yourself as as a fighter? Like, what do you want to be accomplishing? Do you ever look at that? Like, oh, I want to be a guy that submits a lot of people or you just want to be a guy to win a lot. Of course, no one wants to lose like we all said. No one likes I, to lose. I want to be a guy who everyone likes watching. Yeah. I want to be a guy who people see and say, oh, dang, that was awesome to see. That was uh-huh. great to watch. You know, that was a great execution of whatever. Yeah. You know, that is my goal. As a, Personally, as a practitioner, my goal is to perform the perfect kick the perfect punch the perfect sweep the perfect submission so and so and so i mean that is my goal every time i train i want to be and execute the perfect whatever damn so i want people to watch me do those things Mm -hmm. and be remembered as you know putting on a show displaying the years of skill that it takes you know you want you want people to look back and say one of the best or the best flyweight was Victor. Yeah, that'd be cool, right? Bro, I promise you, in the future, whenever you have your first, U- like, the UFC fight, like, in fucking Vegas or Madison Square Garden, whatever the fuck, bro, I already, I can already hear Joe Rogan say, oh, he's hurt. Oh, like, you fuck. fucked up the other guy, bro. Yeah. I can already see his face. Maybe one. Him holding his hey, head. Hey. Or yeah. him doing this. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna or him grabbing the next person that, like, fucking Daniel Cormier, like, he grabs him. Yeah, bro. Oh. Hey, man, you're going to come from this fucking weird ass podcast to Joe Rogan's one day, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. bro. He's going to ask you about DMT and elk meat, bro. Yeah. I should like, go like and try shit? those things so I have something oh, to say. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go have elk meat. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't done those things. I should probably do it before I go there. <laughs> like, I'm ready to talk about yeah. this. We're Joe talking Rogan. about a study and get ready for that shit, man. Yeah, That's I'm ready. Crazy. But I don't know where to get it though. The what? DMT and all oh, that. Man, I got no. some people, bro. You got some people. Yeah, I know some people on the low. <laughs> oh God. But um, <laughs> we do not condone. Yeah, yeah we, we do don't not condone, condone drug use <laughs> unless you try and reach for the skies. Reach, reach for, for the for sky. The sky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. That's crazy, man. Like, like I said, bro. Every time you come in here, every time I talk to you, I, I bro, feel it's so, like you leveled up, bro. Yeah. Like in a fucking video game. Like you were LFA. Like you were, you were here at like just learning how to fight. Then LFA fucking champ. Yeah. And now Dana White's contender yeah. series. Like that's fucking crazy, bro. That's like there's yeah. always milestones. I feel like that that pushes you even further, right? Yeah. 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 It's definitely an inspiration to 
to continue to grow. Yeah. You know, you have to. We're at the next level now, so we got to double down on whatever it is that we're doing to get better. Yeah. Because we're not fighting and, just anybody anymore. And then everyone else is getting better. Everyone and you're in else. literally the biggest and the best MMA organization in the world. That's true. You That's cannot fucking at. slack. We can't slack. You can't slack. And no, you and you slack. fucking train in the best fucking gym. Just, peak performance with Taga. Peak performance with Taga. That's like, that's it's crazy, so, man. Dude, it's like, I guess it's like constant like, wow. Like, I'm just like, dude, holy shit. This is fucking nuts. That's badass. Last time bad. we had you here, bro, we had a fucking ping pong table and a fucking, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And like, you, you fucking brought that. Fucking heavy ass belt You put it on the table I was like fuck He's gonna yeah. It's gonna break the table bro. Yeah. It's too heavy Yeah That's crazy man We are like It's super It's like inspirational To hear how far you come Because like I Like I'm physically talking to you yeah. I think it's different When you see on TV It's like oh that's crazy And shit But like Like Henry says you're, He sees you as a normal Fucking dude but bro, I see you like, dude. Look at this guy again. His hand raised by her yeah. fucking dean, bro. Hey, I don't know if you saw. I sent you. I I DM'd you on Instagram, and I said, "Congratulations, good shit, go shit, bro. I'm not surprised. You're the best." I said, "I'm happy. I can finally say I got choked out by a UFC fighter, Victor Altimor. Whatever you say last name, he's the only guy. I see your last name, bro. Altamirano. Altamirano. He's the only guy ever to choke me out cold. I still remember it to this day." But you told I'm, us the story well, about it. You got it me in a, I think uh, uh, you were on bottom and then you caught. Oh, baseball choke. A baseball. Yeah, I'll the, never the forget gator it. Choke. I yeah. like to call it gator choke. Yeah, I'll never forget it, bro. Because <laughs> I never forget it because <laughs> I stood up, my legs were fucking shaking, <laughs> and Coach Juan called me in the middle. He always calls me in the middle all the time, always. Because you have the really? best potential, bro. He, the most yeah, potential. He, nah, he, he doesn't call chumps to the middle. Damn. Really? Think hey, so? you ain't no chump, bro. I, I will say this one time And not to like It makes me feel happy I guess in some way But uh. I remember one time The rose in the middle <laughs> Kind of whack And he looks at me He's like Henry Go out there Make it more entertaining And we had a good ass role Yeah You you have heart Henry You have heart Like when people So this is one thing That I can say about A few people And you're one of them Is If I won't, if I'm going to Go against you And other people Kenny's one of them too I don't care how how much I think they're tired. I know they're going to give me a good match. I know I can't just pull guard and take it easy. I know I can't just let it slack. Because I'd be damned if I get tapped by you being a blue belt. You know? <laughs> and I know you will if I let my guard down. I know you have the skill to do it if I don't put my best game on. And say, there's other people like that. And you're one of them. So, yeah, you should... You should take pride in that. And it's hard. It's hard because because you get called every time. Yeah. Because you're summoned every time. Being really good comes with some of the of that. Some uncomfortable Damn. moments. Being really good at something comes with such moments like that. Some moments that are may not be the most comfortable. But you have a choice to not be good. Man, that's I really appreciate that. That's yeah, really, take that that's, compliment well, bro. It's because he's shit at taking compliments. Yeah, but very, I was about to say you better respect this man. No, bro. I really appreciate that because like how I perceive myself and shit. Like I feel like I don't see that in myself, but like when I get compliments, it's very humbling. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, you should. It's great. It's great seeing you in class. I wish you would. Come back a little more. I will come back more. I fucking got it. I have school issues. Random now. fact, uh, Victor. Like when I put Victor and then AL, you immediately come up like top yeah. the like third person on there, bro. Good. Fucking Google's on your side, bro. Yeah, Good. Sure. Pornhub. 
Oh, Lord, I burned it. Oh, God. I know we're talking about my favorite site. No, oh, kidding. God. Kidding. He's kidding, of course. No, but, he's like, dude, I just, hey, man, if you ever find Vegas, well, you'll see me, Henry, there supporting you, bro. Fucking. I, that is true, man. That's true. And I got one more question I have What's to ask up? you. What's up? I love questions. Maybe two. I like questions, too. <laughs> um, one question. I'll say this. So, we have a friend that. Die hard boxing. We always oh, we yeah. have this argument. We yeah. always have this argument. I want to hear from you because you're a fucking yeah. champ. I think this is a good question for him. But MMA versus boxing. Yeah. They say boxing is better because they have to perfect one craft. Yeah. And that's striking and boxing, whatever you want to call yeah. it. I say MMA is better because you have to perfect. You can't lack in one it's it's not one dimensional. It's yeah. way better. Like it's you have to focus in every art form, like we talked about earlier. What's your opinion on that versus and you know the whole talk boxing versus MMA yeah. in general? Dang, that's a hard one. He wants to put that. He, he wants to put our friend in a coffin, bro. He wants to help. He wants to hear that answer so he can hold it against him. Yeah, because he always <laughs> our friend. I'm not, I don't want to put his name on there. His name is Yubal Menard, but like okay. <laughs> but I don't put his name out he's there. Always, yeah. He's always. Him and the other friend of ours, he's they're both huge boxing fans. Yeah, and they always say, "Oh, it's boring because they have to take, go on the ground and stuff." But they don't yeah. understand the art of grappling, the art of wrestling. Like the everyone shits on Khabib, but like his skills is unmatched and it's beautiful in some ways. You know, I don't yeah. know why they shit on like fucking grappling, bro. Like fucking boxing, they're fucking cuddling, bro. They're yeah. hugging. Like I think I don't know. I I'm on the same page with Henry as yeah. in like there's way more shit to worry about. There's way more shit to yeah, worry about. There is. So, I'll go back to what I said earlier about it doesn't really matter what your skill is. You can be decent at everything and have one mastery of a certain skill. But what's important is how you display it. The person, the artist, the the athlete who's displaying it and the vehicle they're using to, to do so, right? So, me as a 125-er, I may or may not defeat a pro boxer at 125. If I'm only boxing, if I'm doing MMA, I may or may not defeat them. But here's the thing is whoever has whatever opinion is the person that should go ahead and test it. If I believe that I'm better than a boxer, I'm not going to argue and say that I am that MMA is better than boxing. And I'm not going to speak on behalf of every MMA fighter. I'm not going to do that. I will personally go to a boxing gym and say, hey, who's your best best boxer? I want to have a fight with him, a sparring match, an MMA sparring match, and see if I can defeat him, a master of one craft, with my proficiency, proficiency in all these crafts. It's, I'm not going to speak on behalf of all MMA fighters, and I'm not going to speak on behalf of all boxers. But if I truly wanted to know the answer to that question, then the best place to start is to answer that question for myself personally. So I would tell your friend. Holy shit, bro. He's telling you to go to fight Uber, bro. <laughs> I would tell your friend to to have a sparring <laughs> match to with, with an MMA fighter and say, okay, Boxers may or may not be better than MMA fighters, but are you as a boxer better than an MMA fighter? Because you can say boxing is better than MMA, 
but are you? Damn, bro, he's literally yeah, telling you to fight Uber, bro. But are you? You're a boxer. You should be better than an MMA fighter. Are you? <laughs> you know, are you? Yeah, We're about to go see him here in a few, like here in a bit. And, and maybe a movie. he is, but we don't know. Yeah. No, exactly. And how, how would we know? How would yeah. we know? That's Damn. crazy. That's a How cool. That's know? a crazy way of putting right. it. Thanks a lot, Victor. Now he's gonna go text him, feel like, "Hey, let's fight." Yeah. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> and, and maybe he wins. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But there's only one way to find out. That's crazy. I think I don't know if you have any more questions for I him, but I, I, I think a, a good question to end this podcast, man, is, you know, you as a fighter, um, you know, going through everything you went through in your life and and being where you're at right now. You know, um, it's only like the tip of the iceberg, right? But what is one, I, we used to ask this to our guests, but what is a good way, if someone came up to you and be like, hey man, um, I'm struggling or whatever, you know, these hardships, what what, can, what what do you, what good advice you would give them for someone that's going through a lot of hardship and uh, what, uh, what, what did you do when you went through those hardships? What, what would you say to them, a good advice to go through those hard times? To go through those hard times? Um, I would say to remember what it feels like when you feel the best. Everybody has a different thing. You know, mine's fighting, mine's training. But that's not the same for everybody. Everybody has their own thing that makes them feel alive. And sometimes when we feel pretty shitty, we forget that. And remembering that helps a lot. Remembering the cool things about you, about someone. Remembering remembering what you're good at. You know, maybe maybe you're not good at anything, but remembering what you like doing. That's really cool. That always Damn. helps. You know, it doesn't really, you don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. You just enjoy it. That's awesome. That's a, that's a crazy way of putting it. I have no other thing to add on to that that's yeah that's perfect as it is man thank you for your fucking time victor yeah, we really you. appreciate you man yeah. thank this you. man loves this man like he he was hyped for having you man yeah, thank um, i was super hyped bro super just because like just i just want to hear like n we're never given the opportunity to talk to someone that goes through a contender series or whatever like national tv like I, it's just so emotions to know like how to feel what would you felt like in certain situations and shit like that i was super hyped for this podcast yeah that's what fucking henry like yeah. when he said oh victor wants trulies i told him like you better get him fucking trulies. yeah he bro. did he did like, say if that. he wants fucking trulies you better have fucking trulies, yeah bro. he said bro he's like you better like, do whatever he said yeah <laughs> but like just it was super exciting to see and ever since like last podcast bro like how you talk about things it's just a lot deeper than I, my thought process. I'm like, I just think, oh, it's just a hit. Oh, it's just a fight. But you just but show me like it's just yeah. so much deeper than that. And, and it, we really appreciate it. Man. Yeah, it's great. You. You're literally it. putting our gym in the map. You're the face of our gym. And you honestly, bro, like like you said, you make, I like I said, that compliment was awesome. But I feel like shit because now like, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go run like this. And I'm bro, you always this. motivate us out to yeah. this, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You're, yeah. Fuck. Just, uh, just come train. Peak performance with Taga. Yeah, convince, <laughs> convince us, man. Nah, I'm good, bro. It's I think okay. I, nah, I'm good. Everyone's has something they love. Yeah, know? that's true. But that's, same. that's a wrap for this fucking episode, Victor. Uh, we were say a fucking bunch, but thank you, thank and we you. hope nothing for the best. 
once you're once you're out of Vegas for your next fire or whatever, you'll see me and Henry, yeah. and then we'll be next to Joe Rogan. And when he goes like, "Oh, we're oh, fucking grabbing his dome yeah. or the fuck he does." Dude, we'll be there supporting, man. Thanks, man. Shit. We'll be it. at first row. Just yeah. jump out like Khabib did that one time. Oh, Looking fuck. Yeah. <laughs> jump fun. out. Yeah. That'd be crazy, man. I'm excited for you, man. I really am. As a friend, as a teammate, I'm really excited. Yeah, but as always, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the IPS Podcast. As always, you guys have a kick-ass weekend. Peace. Enjoy. <laughs>